We're only going to sit there screaming. I want both doctor things. And I've waited since Christmas. I've been waiting since Christmas for the intimacy I wanted. I've been waiting for the last four days for the phone call that I wanted. And instead of, okay, if this is what I really want, taking a step back, making sure you're in the right state, and then deciding that you're going to find another way. Welcome to Marriage Mavericks. I'm Josh. And I'm Cassie. In this show, we give you practical strategies and real stories to help you fall back in love, rebuild trust, and rekindle the sex and intimacy in your relationship, even if divorce feels inevitable. Whether you listen together or separately, our goal is to provide you the tools to heal your marriage from the inside out. All this information is 100% free, so please share and enjoy. Okay. So folks, a couple of quick things, and then we'll hop into questions here. I see we have we have the Mandalorian. If you have anybody else, raise your hand. I think Cassie and I both in our own ways have uh, just a couple of quick lessons that involve our kids. I, I know the story you're telling. I don't know how it ties in. I'm super curious to hear how you do this. I want to just use something though to talk about the importance of trust. I think so often when we're thinking about trust, we think about these really huge things. We think about going to Vegas and spending 50 grand, right? Or we think about the affairs. But something I think that we miss a lot is an understanding that I think so much more often trust gets broken in those day-to-day moments and misses than it does in those huge things. Our son, and I want to start with saying, amazing human. He just got a he's letter a great kid. Yeah, he's on the Dean's list. He's in college. He's trying to get in my old career long. He stays out of trouble. He's a really, really great kid. And so... We had before he left. So you guys know that we're we we're launching a podcast. Actually, we've launched a podcast, which is an announcement, by the way. So we have this podcast we're launching that was went, that launched yesterday. That was supposed to be launched on the first. Here's why it wasn't launched on the first. So my son, uh, he works for the radio station for his school, so he's really good with audio. And when he's here, we had this little conversation. With him. We're like, "Hey, can you do the?" Um, can you put together like the intros, the outros and stuff like that for the podcast? So sure, absolutely. I'll do it. I'll do it by Friday. Friday comes around. Not done. He goes back up to school. Oh, I'll have it done by Wednesday. Wednesday comes around. Not done. Oh, I'll have it done by blankly do blank. Again, not done. He talks to Cassie. He's like, yeah, I, I, I kind of, um, I got mad about something that you said to me before I left. So like, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Okay. And so this has been like a continuing saga. I get it's a little thing. But let me ask you a question. Number one, do you think I'm going to trust him with work like that again when he's held up this entire podcast for a week because he's a month and a half later when he told me he was going to deliver? No. And bigger point, this thing that he's pissed off about was us pulling his ass out of the fire because he was late on lining up the payments for his school and they were going to not enroll him in any credits. How inclined do you think I'm going to pull his ass out of the fire next time? And obviously there's history to it, but there always is with trust. It's never the one thing. It's the, this is the fifth thing over the last two years that you promised me would be done a certain period of time and you just haven't gotten done. It's, this is the fourth time we've bailed you out on something that you didn't handle I just, I want everything to keep in mind. Again, great kid. I'm just using this as an object loss. We get on these big things about trust and we we look at these huge things. But I, I want you to keep in mind that when it comes down to it, honestly, the keeping your word in the small day-to-day things is going to have a lot more of an impact on your marriage long-term than the one or two big things that happen. 
when you give your spouse your word about something, or you give your kids your word about something, I have done some ridiculous crap because I told my three-year-old I would do something. Segue into conversations. Oh, <laughs> like I've done some ridiculous, like I have done some incredibly inconvenient things because I told my three-year-old I would do something. Oh, that dime story. Yeah. But again, it's because at the end of the day, like you don't have any relationship about trust and trust is built way more in the dozens of little interactions that you have day to day than it is in those one or two big mistakes or big lack of mistakes that you have. So just keep that in mind as you're going about things. And now, yes, I didn't know what you were talking about. That does segue in nicely. It does segue in really nicely. Not the lesson I was going to bring out of it, but cool. It's a great segue. So we're talking about ridiculous things that we do to keep our words to our kids. So our daughter, a couple of days ago, comes to Josh and she... I'll do this. Go ahead. Do you this you do this whole... So yeah, my da- we have a, a daughter who's about to turn four. She doesn't really ask for things. And she comes to me and she's like, I need to go get the doctor thing at Target. What are you talking about? She's like, the doctor thing, the doctor thing at Target. I have to get it. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you, I mean, your birthday's coming up in a month. Why don't you go ahead and put it on your birthday list? And she goes, no, I had it on my Christmas list and everybody ignored me. And I've been waiting so many days and I can't wait any more days. Go ahead. That's how this starts. So uh, that's how that starts. And so she really wants this doctor thing, but like none of us actually knew what it was. And that's one of the reasons why she didn't get it for Christmas is because nobody was actually completely clear on what it was. But we knew she wanted a stethoscope and a jacket or something or whatever. Okay. So Josh tells her, look, you know, your birthday's coming up. How are you going to pay for this? And our very resourceful, happy, three, almost four-year-old sprints down the hallway and she's like, I'll pay for it with my money. I have so many dimes. And she brings back her baby Yoda. Again, we like Star Wars. Uh, piggy bank. And is ready to pay for her stuff in dimes, which we're not going to go to Target with 300 pennies and, and 40 dimes. There's not enough money. Anyway. There's, there's not enough money in there anyway, and that would just be ridiculous. We all kind of have a minute, and Josh is like, fine, let's have her pay something towards this, and let's get it. She's going through a lot of changes. There's a lot of stuff going on in the house. She really wants this thing. She never asked for anything. We quickly glance online, and a lot of little doctor costumes and things like that are like, 15 to like 20 bucks. Okay, cool. So we make her take $2 worth of dimes out of her thing. No, a dollar. A dollar, a do- a dollar worth of dimes out of her piggy bank. And she was going to contribute the dollar worth of dimes. And we were going to make her spend her dimes. We were going to cover the rest. So we get to Target. And lo and behold, them sneaky weasel people, they have the doctor kit. And then they have the doctor jacket. And those things are sold separately. And they are both $20. We get there not expecting to spend $40 on doctor stuff. So we give her the option to buy one or the other. And she basically has a real... You have enough dimes for one. You have enough dimes for one. Which she's like, I have enough dimes. She's like bawling. She's having a huge breakdown. And she gets out of resourcefulness. Right? I'm like, okay, we can get the one thing, one of these things. And then for your birthday, you can get the other. Or maybe you can do something to earn to get the other one. But right now we can't get both. Josh even offered her something off of Amazon that was for $20. That actually was a kit and a jacket, but it wasn't the same one. So heck no to that. Hey, Marriage Mavericks, real quick. If your marriage is struggling and you want to turn things around and get the love 
and the passion back into your marriage, we would love to talk with you. So if you would like to hear more about that, go to marriagemavericks.com and apply to talk with one of our team and we can see if we can help you get there. And, you know, we're having a conversation and she just can't keep herself together. So we leave and we come back to the house and she's bawling. She cries. She goes and she goes to bed. And the thing behind that is we were not properly set up anyway, because she had skipped some meals that day. She hadn't really eaten very well. She had been over at my parents and stayed up late and has skipped her naps for two days. Her state, and this is why we talk about state being so important, is her state was in a very fragile place. So as soon as she went from like super happy to super unhappy, she broke down. She came home. She actually fell asleep on my lap on the floor and went to bed. And then the next morning she gets up and she's like, so I have more dimes. So we can go back today because I have more dimes. almost 10 dimes. I have 10 more dimes. Which was not the lesson that we were trying to teach her about money. So I was like, no, there's not enough dimes, dimes, da, da, da. And then she's like, well, I can borrow dimes from you. And I was like, well, how are you going to pay for that back? And she was like, I don't know. And she kind of like sprinted off and came back. And then she came and we, we did a, a big house sale, moving sale thing over the weekend. And she saw us putting things out and she was like, well, I could sell some of my baby things, which by the way, we were doing anyway, because we still have some stuff from when she was like an infant. And she was like, we could sell some of my baby things. And then I could buy both the doctor things. Because then I'll have more dimes, which I did have a conversation about. It was dollars, not dimes, but I digress. So we have this conversation and she's incredibly resourceful. And when I say that Josh did like ridiculous things, like we are in the middle of all this chaos. The very next day, we made sure we took her to the thing. We got her the thing. After the sale, she had to wait through the sale. Um, We did sell some of her baby things and we got her the stuff. The point that I was getting at is the next day, if you're paying attention to the story here, she woke up in a different mindset. It wasn't, oh my gosh, I only have 10 dimes. I can't get both doctor things. She woke up with, I have these things I want. I'm going to figure out how I'm going to get them. And I want all of you to realize that if a three-year-old, almost four-year-old can do that, so can you. We all have those points where we're at our breaking point, and it's really important to recognize when your state is playing into things. I know I've had some conversation with uh, Do It Justin over the last little bit about we want to pay attention to our state because our state will make us a lot less resourceful. We will stop looking for solutions. We will stop looking for, is there another path? We're only going to sit there screaming, I want both doctor things and I've waited since Christmas. I've been waiting since Christmas for the intimacy I wanted. I've been waiting for the last four days for the phone call that I wanted. And instead of, okay, If this is what I really want, taking a step back, making sure you're in the right state, and then deciding that you're going to find another way. And that decision to find another way is more important than any strategy that you're going to get, even the strategies from us. We do this every day. And what I will tell you is that the number one thing to get you to where you want to be is simply making the decision that you're going to get there from a resourceful place. 
from a place that I'm going to figure it out versus I'm going to have a tantrum about it. And I know that's a kind of a funny thing to, to have a story about a kid who had a breakdown and dimes and all of this, but we all go into these things where we want something and it doesn't go our way. All of us have those moments. Some of us have a lot of those moments right now in our marriage. And you're not going to get through that if you're having a tantrum, if you're blaming other people because then it was, daddy, why didn't you do this, mommy? You know, like you're not going to be able to get to the other side and figure it out and have a good solution if you are in that bad state and you haven't made the decision to do something else. Part of the biggest problem that she had was she was stuck that she was going to spend her 10 dimes and get the two things that night. In fact, there's probably lots of conversation and, and things that could have happened that night where she could have left Target with both of those things that night, but she wasn't in a place to have that conversation. I just want to remind you all that you have to pay attention to your state. If your state is messed up, you're not in a, pl a place to make that decision. Get yourself under control. Make the decision that you're going to find another solution because there is always another solution to things. <laughs>